You are listening to 757 Bytes, where we talk about innovation and entrepreneurship in the 757 community and beyond. To learn more about the 757 Collab network of organizations, visit 757collab.org and be sure to connect with us through our social media channels. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of 757 Bytes. Today we have Joe Weaver, founder and CEO of Oceany, in the house. Welcome, Joe. Hey, thank you. Excited to be here and talk to you guys about my new gaming company. Joe, this is not your first time in entrepreneurship, that you've worn many different hats through the years. Why Oceany? Why now? Yeah, so before this, I ran a company called Aria. It was enterprise platform for AR and spatial computing. So uh, that was very enterprise focused and uh, it was exciting to launch it here and work in a high tech area. Uh, since then, I've been working with Amazon and the metaverse and looking at game companies and different avenues to have mobile gaming and kind of the new technologies. And uh, for me, uh, Oceany was an idea that I started a long time ago to start a game. Uh, the original game idea was Tough Turtles, just taking on Angry Birds and uh, bringing something fun and simple to the market. Out of all of the ideas and things that you could have, why create a game, especially one to go directly up against Angry Birds? When I was thinking of different things to do after uh, working at Amazon, I was trying to think of just things that I knew really well. So I, I know how to make use the game engine. I know how to code. I know how to 3D model. So making a game company kind of took all the aspects of what I've learned in the past. And a lot of the code uh, from AWS and understanding how the metaverse works and how the game environment works um, is very interesting. But take those skill sets and building something new has been uh, something that I was looking forward to. And originally I did Tough Turtles a long time ago. But now my thought process is to turn this into a real company, something that uh, is simple, easy to use. Uh, and the barrier to entry is easy, you know, for a game market. You can advertise pretty gorilla. You can also uh, do freemium and really leverage ads and in-ad game payments to piggyback off of success to regenerate new revenue and new user base. We tell people all the time in startup studios that seldom is it the first idea or the second idea that's the one, if you will, and that you have to enjoy the journey and the ride along the way, the wins, the challenging times, everything in between. What are some of the key takeaways from your previous experience running and scaling a startup that you're really excited to be able to have in your tool chest the second go round with Oceany? Yeah, definitely. Enterprise space was a lot different. The sales cycles were very long. The amount of capital you had to raise was a lot to penetrate and compete against, you know, companies like Siemens and um, even Amazon or even Apple. Those level companies, you're, you're constant competing against billion-dollar entities with marketing and, and large development environments. For games, it's it's more just about having fun. And this time around, I, I definitely wanted to do something that was consumer-based, so something that 
I can have control over that anybody can download and use. Uh, and then that lowered barrier to entry, having a freemium game. So that way anybody can play it all around the world, any time of the day. And then that the revenue I generate, this is off ads to start with. So that way an app ad purchases, you know, can, you know, you can turn off ads, you can turn on ads. Uh, and then that gives a revenue stream that's pretty constant. Uh, and then allows me to also reinvest that ad revenue money that I generate showing other people's ads to create my own ad stream and get new users, new engagement. But it's more this time around of, of trying something that has more mass appeal and something that I can have anybody from six year olds to, you know, hundred year old people playing and just having fun this time around. You're not a stranger to the 757 uh, collab network that you were a part of the original 757 Accelerate cohort. Why stay in Hampton Roads to build another startup where you could, in theory, move to anywhere in the U.S. and still have access to very similar uh, hardware, communities, et cetera? Yeah, I think for me, this is home. Uh, I like Virginia Beach. I love Norfolk. Uh, the environments really don't matter nowadays. Uh, ever since COVID, everybody's been working remote. And one of the reasons why I decided to start this company was the fact that I wanted to keep remote, keep living here. So with Amazon, I was given the offer to move to Seattle. For me, you know, being on the uh, East Coast for so long, having a house here, having a family here, it made logical sense to continue living here. And even with my company, Ario. Uh, a lot of our workers, uh, due to COVID, we had all around the world. So you're getting talent, not necessarily just from this area, but from anywhere, any time zone. And, and that's the exciting thing about startups now. It, it doesn't matter where you begin. It's just about doing it and, and making community and, and driving your own business model and ideas. Uh, and the, the key to that is just doing, making something and, and going out and connecting to people. So for me, I like being part of this community just to have the connectivity to individuals. Yeah, I could sit around my house and build a game, but at, at some point you have to kind of get out in the world and talk to people and get some user feedback. And I think this is a great environment to do that. How have you seen the startup ecosystem here in the Hampton Roads region evolve over the last seven years and some change? Yeah, so it's, a, it's still the same community. We see a lot of same people doing the exact same kind of startup uh, enterprise or uh, venture kind of seeking. So this time around, I, I definitely I'm not trying to go the, down that route of trying to raise capital right away, trying to get a product out early, trying to get user adoption and trying to build this as much organically as, as possible. But the community has changed a lot. And, you know, I think COVID's driven a lot of people um, to work from home more remotely. So uh, there's definitely a lot of talent in this area. The key is just connecting to them and being in environments like this, it definitely lets you connect to individuals or other companies and, get new ideas and, and new customers. How important is it to be able to work in assembly and being surrounded by innovators, creatives, people that are challenging the status quo in their respective fields that are very community centric? 
yeah, I think I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I was talking to my wife uh, yesterday about actually getting ready to go to work, which is, you know, after working in an office and cubicle uh, early on for you know, 14 years, going to fully remote, you start realizing that, start losing some of those social skills of, of communicating and uh, interacting with people. And uh, it's nice to actually put pants on and go to work and shave and give a reason to interact with people. But uh, for me, I, I think it helps kind of reinvigorate yourself. It's starting to feel like a real company other than me just sitting in my house and coding away and, you know, into a vacuum. I, I have interactions with people. I'm able to talk to other startups and, and actually feel new energy that I had. Uh, haven't had in a long time sitting at home and working remote. There are a lot of entrepreneurs or people that have ideas that are really skeptical for a variety of reasons to socialize and talk about their ideas or what they're doing with others. And it definitely sounds like that you have the exact opposite approach and want to connect with as many people as possible. Can you talk about sort of why that is so important, especially with what you're trying to do with Oceany? Yeah, so I, I think... It, you know, it's kind of crazy to think that I'm starting a game company. Uh, that's kind of interesting uh, in itself uh, and very new to this area. There's not a game company or a game market around here. So people play games and people enjoy it, but not many people in this area are actually making stuff. So uh, for me, connecting a lot of these startups, I, I get invigorated by people actually making stuff and doing stuff. So one of the reasons why I decided to do this was because I can make this game from end to end will it be you know of the quality of angry birds i think so so if i can make something at that level and, and compete uh why not go for it you know it took me 20 years to get to that level of, you know i look back at what i made eight ten years ago oh my god it was such poor quality and such bad uh to, to put out but now you know i've matured a lot in all my skill sets and there's probably a lot more skill sets that I need. And I think around this community, you have a lot of artists and a lot of different creative people. And I'm excited to start connecting with them. And once I get it out, there'll be a lot more of those interactions as like people have ideas in different areas that I can take this. And part of the startup journey is just making something, putting it out in the world, and then seeing it evolve. And that's exciting uh, to do with any startup. What stage of development is the game currently in? Yeah, so I'm, I'm in early testing phase. So I got some of the early levels going, I'm building some of the code base. Uh, my goal next month is start actually building like a develop blog and start pre-marketing and getting people to try and get out there and kind of try a lot of things I haven't been able to do. Like building an enterprise solution, you don't have to do a YouTube channel or a podcast or all the the wacky things to try to grill and market something. But this time around, I can make something that is free. So the barrier to entry is, is, hey, do you have a phone? You know, do you want to, you know, have some fun? Try this, you know, these levels. Give me feedback. And then this time around, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how I can try these new mediums like YouTube. I've, I've built a YouTube channel. You know, I need to advertise on social. All those things that, I don't have experience, so I'll have to learn, but part of being in a startup is learning and trying new things and 
now with AI, I can definitely do some really interesting things of changing my voice, using AI to like create images and, and really do some wacky, crazy things. Uh, you can make some really crazy, cool content. So I'm excited to try and, and kind of be experimental this time around. What are the goals that you've set for yourself over the next nine months? Yeah, so it's starting off really, you know, get the game out in the next three months. Uh, next month, I'm going to start a dev blog. So that way I can try to, to build a community around kind of early beta testing of the app. And then also showing this journey of making a game. So I, I've seen a lot of times people have made games and you know, they're kind of approaching it as a, a, a lifestyle, you know, like, oh, I've grew up making games and, you know, or I grew up wanting to do this and they don't have any experience. Um, for me, I, I think... I enjoy the aspect of making mobile and making something like mobile friendly is, is a lot more difficult than a lot of people take an account, like making something for a computer that has a GPU and, and a very advanced computing is, is very simple. And those games are normally very, very complex. So a lot of people attempting those games take months, years to get to that level of making something quality content, but mobile it's about making these mini experiences that look good, feel good, uh, and then also building these kind of reward-based systems to like constantly bring you back and enjoy and build a, a system to want to interact with advertising to either gain, you know, abilities or, or content. Um, building that kind of mobile game, you don't see too many people online going through that journey of making those types of experiences. So I, I think it will be something unique. Uh, and then with AI, I can experiment with a lot of different things. And uh, my experience with AR, I definitely want to try some experimental face, you know, technologies or uh, any type of new uh, AI-based um, voice uh, changing and all that. So I, I think we'll be able to create some really weird experiences. Would you say the second time around it's harder or easier for you? I think it's, it's a little easier. It's, it's, it's about having confidence. So uh, when I started my last startup, I had no clue what I was doing. Just, Hey, I'm, I'm going to go start a company. I have no clue what that was all about. Uh, and then six years later, you're, you're still, you, you don't have a clue, you know, how you did it or how you survived that long. So Part of being, you know, that entrepreneur is, is having that mindset of, you know, I'm going to go into today. I don't have these skills, but I'm going to learn how to do it. And if this is successful, I'm going to be able to find and attract and bring on people better than you. And having that vision of saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to take on Angry Birds. You know, it's crazy to think like just me or like, you know, I'm going to go do it. And that mentality will bring on other people to say, okay, well, that's 150 million a year company. They, everybody knows who they are. How did they get to that? You know what? One person started that, you know, a group of three people began that 10 years ago. Uh, and it's exciting to think that like, you know, it can happen again. Those kind of things that aren't done in a vacuum, but you know, doesn't say, uh, that, I can't do that or other people can't do that. It's just more building that mentality to say, hey, this time around, 
I'm going to shoot for the stars. I might not get there, but at least at the end of the day, people will, will know and try, and maybe they hate it. But at least in my head, I, I tried something new. I got something out. And if it worked, you know, great. If it didn't, you know, something else I do will, will be the next Angry Birds. Any nuggets or tips for any entrepreneurs listening that are sitting on an idea or maybe that they've been spending years working on a prototype or an MVP that hasn't quite launched yet because it just needs that one little new feature added to it? Yeah, I think the, the fastest thing you can do is just get it out. So I think the biggest thing that people, if you're not embarrassed by the first you know, iteration of your application, and actually have it used by people, you launched it way too late. So, like, even as I launch this new version, like, it's going to be, like, one or two levels. And I'll post it to people and, and get feedback. And a lot of what I've been doing this week is just building all the analytics to say, okay, well, as people interact with it, what am I gathering? All the, that data as far as, like, who's interacting with, you know, what, you know, how long are levels lasting? How long are people living? You know, how What things are people interacting in the game all that will evolve the game as it goes so i i think get it out as fast as possible you know learn and and don't be afraid to put something out way before you think it's even ready but make sure when you do put it out that you're collecting all that data so like all this week i've, I've just been coding nonstop of like all this data points that like once i get to the version one out i probably be like two or three levels very basic but from that, I'm collecting like every mouse click, every touch point, and I'll be able to take that data and go back and say, okay, well, what worked, what didn't work, uh, and having that game out and you interact with it on, on your mobile phones, you can do that whenever. You know, I can't really sit down and say, hey, can I videotape you as you play? You know, what do you like or you didn't like? A lot of times people don't have the time to actually go do that. They have to go, you know, you have to build that into your application to, to get feedback. But um, the biggest thing I've learned from Amazon and, and building a startup is kind of at Amazon is working backwards. It was always their mentality. You, you start with a customer and then you go build off of that. So getting it in front of a customer as fast as possible helps you build and iterate and actually make something that, you don't like, but what the customer needs or solve the problem of what they actually want. How can everybody stay connected and follow you on your journey and as you launch your first game and a few levels here? Yeah, so uh, one of the things I'll be posting is a uh, YouTube channel. So my YouTube channel is uh, Surfer Sloth, Surfer Sloth. It's a stupid name, but it will be uh, a fun area for me to try out. So uh, you'll be able to follow uh, Surfer Sloth uh, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube. Uh, and there uh, I'll have a dev blog uh, to be able to kind of show you the journey I'm going through. And uh, through that journey, you'll be able to actually interact with digital versions of the game, either be on web or you'll be able to sign up uh, through uh, test flight or a download link to try the game uh, as the initial versions of the game next month. So, uh, yeah, just look for Surf, Surfer Sloth on TikTok, Instagram, 
uh, and uh, the stupid name will will get you uh, access to me. Well, we're excited to have you back, a part of the 757 team and family here, Joe, and can't wait for you to launch and to get feedback and uh, put Hampton Roads on the map for a gaming destination. So until next episode, we'll uh, catch you later. Seven Five Seven Collab is a collaborative vehicle focused on growing an interconnected, inclusive, and impactful entrepreneurial ecosystem. Seven Five Seven Collab manages and coordinates the activities of three resources: Seven Five Seven Angels, Seven Five Seven Accelerate, and Seven Five Seven Startup Studios. 